BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Xarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Scattered showers throughout today. Storms, a high of 77 expected. Tomorrow, we're looking at an 80% chance of thunderstorms with a high of 77. Right now, 70 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place than a storm. Here's your traffic update with Cami Carlisle. Still seeing a lot of brake lights on around the metro, especially northbound JFK. Pretty slow from Chandler up to L Street. And you'll see some delays to southbound 680 as you head into the 80 westbound detour. Watch out for an injury accident. 62nd and Underwood. You got fender benders, 27th and L, 49th and L, and Fort Crook at Chandler. The support is brought to you by Woodhouse Auto Family. Over 5,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from online at Woodhouse.com. I'm Cami Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Thank you, Cami. Right now it's 8.07. Here are your news headlines. Omaha police are investigating an early morning double shooting. It happened in North Omaha near 28th and Spencer at around 4 a.m. A man and a woman are in the hospital in critical condition. They say something like eight, 11 rounds were fired. Police believe that the suspect or suspects were in a blue Chevy Tahoe or a blue SUV. They're still investigating. And Donald Trump insists that he'll send all the illegal immigrants in the U.S. back to their home countries if he wins the presidency. During an interview with NBC's Meet the Press yesterday, Trump also said America needs to revise the 14th Amendment clause that grants citizenship to anyone born on U.S. soil. The real estate mogul who's running for Republican presidential nomination said he wants to create a way to expedite the return of, quote, good people to the U.S. Right. So if you're illegal, you got to go and then you got to go through the process of getting back in, which is not it's not, it's not the first person to, to well, no, but he's talk saying, about this. No, it's no, 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 no. But what he's saying is, is that all the families. So let's say you are here illegally, but you had children here and the 14th Amendment protects anybody born on American soil. Those children couldn't be. He's, he's saying, saying no, that, everybody's got to go. Yeah. Even their he says, we'll keep the families together. Which we'll keep means... the families together. They got to go, then they can come back in. Okay. So he's saying that these children who were born here and had possibly never been in the country that their parents are from would have to leave as well, which is a little controversial in the sense that, you know, people who are born here are believed to be U.S. citizens. You're born on the soil. There you go. Uh, Donald Trump, though, he'll be taking a break from the campaign trail today. He got called for jury duty in Manhattan. He uh, paid a fine about $250 for skipping jury duty earlier this year. But I didn't I know you could do be... that. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I didn't know you could pay a fine either. But uh, I don't know if that's just in New York. Uh, you probably know? so. Okay. I don't think that that's, I think it's probably by region or by state. 
Vice President Joe Biden's advisors are calling on him to make a decision by October 1st whether or not the vice president is going to run for the top job. President, sources say that Biden has been told putting together a viable campaign operation at this point is going to be an uphill challenge. And an Army paratrooper is dead and a Navy jumper is in the hospital after a midair collision at the Chicago Air and Water Show. Authorities say that the 32-year-old Sergeant First Class died from the injuries he suffered Saturday when he collided with a member of the Navy parachute team. He was a member of the uh, Army Golden Knights parachute team. The Navy paratrooper broke his leg and is hospitalized, but is in stable condition. They're showing the clip on the terrible. Yeah, you see the guy; he's unconscious as he hits that. So if it's not Chicago, he maybe he makes it. You know, his parachute's deployed. He drifts to the ground, but when he hits a building thirty stories up. And yeah, see somebody the other caught guy. it on video. It's just, so it collapses the parachute. I mean, yeah. that's basically what killed him, is hitting the building. You Well, who knows? Maybe there'll be an autopsy, and he, maybe he was already... Already dead. When yeah, because when, when they crash into each other in midair, they're, they're, it's like two planes colliding. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the other guy broke his leg. In that was that. on landing. He that broke it on landing? No, yeah. I think he no. broke it. He didn't it. break it in air. He broke no, he it broke when it he landed. In the, he broke it in the air. You see him come down yeah. to the landing, and he's got his leg. He's pull, it's, it's pulled up. He lands, he lands on like one leg. A, like a feather. Yeah, it's unbelievable it how, uh, yeah, no matter what conditions that they can they can land, make and make it. Um, rough terrain, bad weather are keeping search and rescue teams from getting to a remote area in Indonesia where a search plane spotted possible wreckage. An airliner crashed, a twin turboprop flight that was carrying 54 passengers and crew. It lost contact with air controllers yesterday afternoon. This is in Indonesia. Authorities say that search uh, are traveling on foot in air and in aircraft, the wreckage is in a remote mountainous area that's difficult to reach. And they're saying aviation experts believe a software upgrade may have caused a glitch that canceled or delayed hundreds of flights over the weekend. The Federal Aviation Administration believes it tracked the problem to an upgrade at a radar facility near Washington, D.C.'s Dulles International Airport. The glitch caused more than 400 flights to be canceled Saturday, with airports on the East Coast affected the most. And South African Olympian and Paralympic sprinter Oscar Pistorius is getting out of prison. The double amputee athlete, known as Blade Runner, is going to be released on parole Friday after serving just 10 months of his five-year sentence for killing his girlfriend. Pistorius said that he believed an intruder had broken into the home when he shot, fired shots through a bathroom door that killed Riva Steinkamp just two years ago on Valentine's Day. Isn't that crazy? Ten yeah. months in jail. That's it. Wow. It's all but now in-house, get. right? Yeah. Yeah. U.S. forces are going to be flying a lot more drones over global hotspots. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that the Pentagon is going to expand drone flights by 50% over the next four years. The additional drone activity is going to give military commanders more intelligence and more firepower as the number of trouble spots continues to grow. They're saying that the airstrikes, um, the information in launching airstrikes in places including Ukraine, Iraq, Syria... South China Sea and North Africa. And Jason Day is a record-setting winner of the PGA Championship. Day shot a 5-under-67 in yesterday's final round at Whistling Straits just north of Milwaukee in Wisconsin. He is the first player ever to finish a major at 20-under par. He's a, that just lights a really likable guy. Like, everybody likes this dude. So yeah. it was cool to see. Because he's been on the edges all year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's been around there. for a while. So, he, so here's this guy. He's at the Cox Classic in Omaha. In 2007, as a rookie. God, it makes you miss the Cox Classic. It does. When are we getting Jason back? Jason Day, people liked him then, and uh, now he wins his first major. And, geez, 
I mean, all, everything yesterday was a record. Because right behind him was Jordan Spieth, and he set records with um, lowest score under par in all four majors, which beat Tiger Woods' record. He was 17 under 271 to finish one of the best seasons at the majors. So it's pretty exciting. I, I never thought I would ever watch golf on television. Yeah. But um, it is pretty fun to watch right now. Yeah, see, I didn't realize those are, I mean, I guess I wasn't paying attention to the to the deal. He was crying, and I was focusing on that a little bit too much, you know. But, yeah, wow. The course they, they played was just brutal. It 20 was, under. It wow. was like the kind of golf we play. If you miss <laughs> wow. a shot. By the way, Jason Day won it, and on, like, 16, he hit a shot. Where he, he duffed a shot. Okay. And the announcer said, the announcer said, I've never seen that. I've never, ever seen a professional golfer hit a shot like that. Really? Jason Day. Wow. He was like um, 100 yards out, and he had a chip, a pitching wedge, and he hit it, and it went 20 feet. Oh, duff! He went thunk, and it went. <laughs> and they were human. like, ooh, everybody was like, oh, my God. 20 under, though? It's like, I know, geez. 20 under. Yeah, yeah he was killing it. They're, like, Louis feeling, the they're the like, Louis feeling the pressure. Wow. It still look, didn't look that terrible. I'm like, that's a duff? That's a duff <laughs> shot? I do that all the time. That's every shot. You're like, that's just, <laughs> that's just golf, as I know it. Uh, wow. Uh, Food and Drug Administration is about to decide whether to approve a drug that treats low sex drive in ladies. Ooh, the FDA is going to decide drug. <laughs> the, yeah, the fate of the so-called little pink pill. Uh, they're supposed to make the decision by tomorrow. What do you feel about this? Because I think it's kind of funny that right on the heels of Bill Cosby... They got drugging drug. women, Come on, knocking them out. This is a drug that gets women sexy. It's a pill. And the only side effects are it makes you sleepy and they're afraid you might pass out. It's just so strange. They say if the drug has risky side effects. The FDA has rejected it twice in the past five years. Because Two what? months ago, the FDA a panel recommended that the agency approve the drug if the manufacturer... St- um, takes steps to lower the pill's risk. All right, ladies, ladies do you want it? Give us a call. I do you want this pill? The little pink pill. It's for ladies with low libido that are looking to, you know, ramp things up, get in the mood when they want to feel suck. frisky. They want to be, you know, feel it. That would suck, not having a, 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 a like a sex drive. Yeah, there's you a know, lot of reasons. People get older. There's also other pills that, you know, pe- medications uh, that kind of... When women are on a uh, antidepressant. Yeah, a lot of women are on antidepressants, and they it collides with your. It will reduce your sex drive. Really? Wow. So there are there are a lot of reasons why. I mean, you know, people laugh like, "Well, why do they?" It's like, well, no. I mean, if you really are suffering, like God, I just I miss feeling that way, and for whatever reason, you know, then this is a little something that's supposed to help you. I don't think anybody's standing. Yeah, (laughs) no one is standing in front of the way of people having a good time. The FDA was just saying we don't think it's safe because it's knocking people out. It's terrible. It's not like um, Viagra or. Uh, what's the other one that the ads are? Levitra, Levitra. or Cialis. 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 All of those have varying degrees of when you take the pill and when it takes effect, right? Yeah. This female one, you take it every day. Okay. No matter what. You take it every day. You get it in That's the weird. system. You don't deal. drop it before the romance, or I think there's, it's just a daily pill. It just okay. keeps you in the mood constantly. And the side effect is it's, it could cause drowsiness, and they're like, you know, what if women are, it's a daily pill? Yeah, what if you're operating while they're driving or machinery? Yeah. yeah. So uh, this is kind of cool. I thought about you, Jeff, when I read this. Um, 
that you've heard that reading can expand your horizon. Well, now there's a book that can make filthy water clean and safe to drink. It's called The Drinkable Book. Have you heard about this? It's a book? Yes. Nothing to read. Each of the pages is pull out, and it's treated with silver and copper nanoparticles that kill bacteria. The designer is this doctor and tested it on raw sewage in Africa, and she says the paper in her book brought the highly contaminated water to 99.9% purity, now which why is the same just, as drinking water in the U.S. Now, why would you have to carry a book around? It seems well, I'm saying if you wanted to treat water, like if you were out camping and things like that. That's the one thing I didn't do. I was going to drink. Um, You're going to do it? I didn't do it either. I, it, but the stream seemed so clear anyway. I'm like, <sighs> I could drink it anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just never was out of water, but I should have. Um, Tried it? Well, the deal is it's just it's, it's, when you pack it in water, it, it's a lot. Of weight. Hiking yeah. with always having enough water, but it really adds all that water weight. Yeah. It's like I wish yeah. I didn't have any of the water. And, and Do you bring booze when you go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's the thing. Peter and I were having a conversation about mm-hmm. your backpacking. And I said, well, I bet he brings, I bet he's like, well, if it's heavy. And if I said, you're well, camping. It really is. It's heavy, and that's why it's unpractical. That's why the only uh, the applicable idea for the powdered alcohol, mm-hmm. we made fun of it, alcohol. Hiking. The only thing we could understand why you were doing it is maybe hiking. Yeah. Because yeah. you're carrying water anyway. You know, but it was just really funny because we had this like debate yesterday at dinner. Oh, we will in kegs. Whether or not, whether how, what you, whether or not you camped in uh, booze. I said I absolutely believe that he. Ca-. I said I could see him bringing like a bottle of scotch or something like that, something nice. A flask, you flask sipping it. it out. You know, well, I, I flask vodka. Is what I do. You're such a lady. Why <laughs> bring a bottle of whiskey? I can't drink whiskey. <laughs> Come on, I'm not a man, I'm a lady. He's like, you can't add crystal, crystal light to whiskey, just <laughs> tastes weird. Vodka? <laughs> yeah, come on. Cosmos out there? No, vodka lemonades, come on, get you with were, it. You were drinking vodka lemonades? Out to the yes. Oh my monk. God, with your chipmunk? Uh-huh. That's adorable. We're camping about 10,000 feet up, you know, so all you need is one little drink. <laughs> And in your case, it's like a pine class. Wow. Uh, (laughs) The doctor says that just one page of this paper can clean as much as 26 gallons of water. I think that's really cool. I was looking at the book. The book looks really neat. It's interesting, though, that that it's a book. I know. It seems inefficient. Why you just have the the little pills that you can use? I don't know. I mean, I I, I saw it, and I just thought it was a really cool. Like, talk about, like, a fun gift for, like, the person who has everything that goes backpacking. It's like, well, this would be a fun Christmas gift. Turning raw sewage into drinking water. Yeah, the drinkable book. There's nothing written on it. You just tear out the pages, and each page cleans 26 gallons of water. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there are these neat companies out there that are that are producing stuff for camping culture, and they kind of claim that when you invest in their products, they're trying to build stuff for the third world. Okay, I see. BioLite is a company that's yeah. trendy right now that makes a lot of kind of camp stoves and things that basically burn sticks and wood and produce energy to it's charge your cool. cell phone. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Because they know that this generation, we can't camp without having an iPhone with us or an iPad. Yes. But that might be helping power a village somewhere right. else. That's what they claim. They're like, you know, eventually we're going to make a camp stove that the third world can use, use and generate power. So yes. it's, it, these kind of deals are kind of cool. So speaking of drinking... There's a new uh, breakfast of champions. Wheaties is teaming up with a craft brewery to create a new beer called Hefeviti's. It won't be brewed with actual Wheaties, but it is a wheat beer, just like Wheaties is a wheat cereal. And it goes on sale the 26th of this month, but only in the Minneapolis area. I don't know why Wheaties wants to get into the beer business. I don't know if it's just like a goofy thing, but they're teaming up with this. It's called Fulton Craft Brewery in Minneapolis. 
Wheaties. Yeah, uh-huh. half of Wheaties. So if anybody's going to Minneapolis, this might be a fun It's like a half, of, half of Eisen, but it's half of Wheaties. Half of Wheaties. It's only going to be available in uh, Minnesota, in uh, actually Minneapolis. And so they're not going to ship anywhere outside of Minnesota. So if you have any buddies that are there, they'll have to get it for you. That is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, thanks, Molly. It's all right. It's 821. Your high day going to be about 77. Same story tomorrow. We got rain today and tomorrow, all right? It's about uh, 72 degrees right now. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. thing you should be worrying about is whether or not your new home has fast internet speeds. Get access to the same top internet speeds no matter where you move with Cox. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Thirty-one. Your high day is going to be about seventy-seven degrees. Uh, hello, is this? Yeah, this is Megan. Hey, Megan, what's up, dear? Oh, I just had to laugh earlier because M- Molly was talking about uh, the Lion King. Mm-hmm. She said Mustafa. I know, instead of Mufasa. <laughs> but it just cracks me up because, like, last week you guys were on vacation, so I had to listen to all the reruns, and I was still laughing about the eyebrows on Fleck. Oh my God! I know. <laughs> I can't, I mean, I just can't help myself. I just, but I am. It just reminds me of Michael Scott on The Office. You ever watch The Office? Like, he <laughs> always is, like, saying all these weird, like, you know, he uses things out of context or whatever. Like, he drinks the glass of wine, and he's like, oh, yeah, it has an oaky afterbirth. And it was, like, just the after. No, it just that reminds is, me of that, and it cracks me up. That is right. We do have, we uh, do that common. It's very common that that happens, yes. too. When you speak roll with as it. much and as often as we do, you are going to mess up all the time. <laughs> okay. Molly said it's what? like the best. She said what? Uh, eyebrows on flack instead flack of fleek. Instead of fleek. Yeah, exactly. Fleek. I was like, yeah. I was like well, because I, I typed it in wrong. And I was like, I thought it was fleek, but I only typed it in into my copy with one E instead of two. And so I was like, oh, flack, I guess. I know. And then I was like, I don't think that's right. And then, of course, like the minute I said it, I was like, that wasn't right. Uh, it's a good time. But yeah. Okie okay, afterbirth. Huh? <laughs> yeah. There's like a whole, if you just Google Michael uh, Scott, okay. phrases, it yeah. will have like every like one that he has in like every episode and they're hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling, dear. Thanks yeah. for listening, too. Thank you. Oh, of course. I love you guys. Okay. Well, take care, dear. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. See you later. All right. Uh, Channel 94. Hello. Who's this? Hey, this is Darren Jackson. Hey, Darren. What's up? Hey, I was just, my wife had told me you guys talked about some kind of pink bill that we'll dance around. And uh, I just want to let people know that they don't <clears throat> have to wait for that to come out when there's uh, bioidentical hormones out there. If women can go get uh, testosterone today, and that'll help their libido. Really? Just what? You, you yeah. talk to your doctor? I am a doctor. Oh, you are a doctor. She's women, like, this is I'm coming me. Women should yeah. talk to their doctor in, in case well, they yeah, can't get a hold yeah. of you. Or me. I've got a clinic that does it. So. Oh, okay. okay. So it's like a shameless how, plug how, type how thing. How common? Okay. All right. So you have a clinic. How, how common is it? How, how many women have um, have issues? I mean, it's obviously a medical issue, right? Uh, 
don't quote me, but you know, when they get into their thirties, thirties, you know, closer to forty, they're you know they're going to at least have their testosterone level be down about fifty percent. So I mean, what we do is we check their levels, and if they're a candidate, then uh, which most of them are by that age. Okay. Yeah. See now, why does it seem like to me that women seem more horny in their thirties and forties? Yeah, I'm with you. I, Maybe that's just how you well, make them feel, I think, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know. If I don't know if it's more scientific or the fact that they're a little bit more comfortable with themselves and their sexuality. That's what it is. Okay. Okay. But believe me, if they get their testosterone bumped, it's going to go through the roof, and you're not going to be able to keep up with them. Good no, Lord. So we don't want that, right? No, oh, we you do well. Want that. Then you'll need to get yours checked. <laughs> you got to bump you. It's like an arms race. It is. And I take care of couples, and you can't just do one without the other. Right. You got to bump his to match hers. That's not such yeah, a bad yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff, though. It really is. And uh, So then it becomes kind of like cocoon. Right? Exactly. Were they exactly. making love in cocoon? Oh, the they were making love. Ooh. Maybe we didn't see it. <laughs> I just thought they. Well, besides. Besides libido, I mean, testosterone is good for everybody. It decreases your heart attack risk, diabetes risk, Alzheimer's. It increases the bone density. So it's, it's good stuff. So is it really? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, then they can check out my bone density. How dense is your bones? There's a bone density? Hey, man, thanks exactly. for calling, buddy. We appreciate it. All right. Hey, right. tell them to come Prestige Medical Rejuvenation Center. Prestige, Prestige. Medical Rejuvenation. As for the Bone Doctor. <laughs> As for the Bone Doctor, we'll get it all going. Okay. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> the Bone Doctor is in. Ding dong. Oh, ding dong. Ding dong. The Bone Doctor's here. <laughs> three, three, four, life. Give me a call. We'll see you guys. Okay, man. Take care. Good. Good. Uh, ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong, the bone doctor's in. <laughs> All right, we got celebrity news coming up, Molly. Ding Hold on a second, dong. I gotta clear the vomit. I just choked Ding into the bone. <laughs> yeah, the bone doctor is in. She's like, I'm not home. And guess who's ringing the doorbell? <laughs> it ain't my hands. Well, as long as you're not a doorbell yourself, <laughs> you should have elevator button. Elevator button. Yeah. One right. Direction. Big winners at uh, Teen Choice Awards. We'll give you the highlights. And uh, Jay Leno uh, has some snarky things to say why Jimmy Kimmel isn't killing it in the ratings. We'll tell you about that coming up next. All right. It's 8.36. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. I earned an accelerated bachelor's degree from Bellevue University. I made a different choice. Bellevue, you... Last night were the Teen Choice Awards on Fox. Uh, the big winner of the evening was uh, One Direction, though they weren't there to uh, receive their surfboards in person. 
they did give a, a brief video thank you uh but uh fast and the furious was another um, well the fast and the furious franchise furious seven was a big winner and he said eight is on the way so consider yourself warned everyone but uh yeah 25 million votes kids weighing in on uh whether who they think is the most popular 25 million yes wow i know it's a lot uh, in a new interview, Jay Leno said he likes a lot of what's happening in late night right now, but he uh, thinks Jimmy Kimmel isn't nice enough to make it work. I guess uh, Jay, I don't know if he's holding a grudge. He was asked if he watches any late night, and he had good things to say about Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers, and he had high hopes for Stephen Colbert, who's taken over um, you know, David Letterman's desk on September 8th. But apparently, uh, I guess uh, Jay Leno, not a fan of Jimmy Kimmel. Why? What does he, he said, care? He said, quote, the most important element you can have in doing a late night show is kindness because the show makes you arrogant. And he said, I think that Jimmy Kimmel's problem, I think that he's a talented guy. I think he's funny, but he has a mean streak and it comes across. You think oh, so? Really? I haven't seen that. I really? like it. I mean, I, I, we all like him. I think he's. I think he is genuinely... You can tell he's a nice guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I understand what Leno's alluding to, that that exists in people, but I think Jimmy Kimmel has a kindness to him. He's edgy. Yes. yes I, I think, think that that's the thing. smart and funny. And I wonder if he had a run-in with him at one given time or something. Well, he's not yeah. Jay Leno's brand. I mean, I would definitely say that uh, Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers... Um, are are definitely more of that that host type of deal. You sit, they pay, you know, they're they're kind to you, they pay respect. Where Jimmy Kimmel, you're having a conversation with Jimmy for good, bad, or whatever. I mean, he doesn't really pull any punches, and he's kind of got a snarky sense what, of what's humor. What's his quote again? One more time. He says that um, Jay Leno says Jay Leno says he said I think that Jimmy Kimmel's problem. Um, I think he uh, pardon me. So the most important element that you can have doing a late night show is kindness because that sh- because the show makes you arrogant. And he says he thinks that's Kim- Jimmy Kimmel's problem. I he's a talented guy. He thinks he's funny, but he, that he has a mean streak and it comes across. And he I'd does say this. the last two anchors we've seen, late night anchors that had, um, whatever what he's saying, anger that came across would be Letterman and Jay Leno. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I mean, and it was. I don't think it was. There was anything wrong with it. You know, well, Letterman had a mean streak. You could see. Oh, it. Letterman did, but Jay Leno thought, didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Really? Yeah, he, he, he seems be. so vanilla to me. No, he could get, uh, you know, aloof sometimes and be kind of, you know, angry. Because people always made jokes at Leno. Right, at his expense. At his expense all the time. And he always went, he pretty much went with it. I'm just saying anybody's kind of human. This is kind of interesting, though. One of the things that Leno uses as an example of, you know, maybe why he's not a huge fan of Jimmy Kimmel. He says, Jimmy Kimmel, he does this thing where he takes Halloween candy from kids and the kids cry. And Jay Leno's like, what am I missing here? All right, so he's just old and out of time. Yeah, because that's hilarious. He's like, it's funny, it's funny I guess, but it's mean-based, and I think that's why he's not getting higher ratings. Well, he gets his fans to do it. He so like, you know, like every year around the Super Bowl, he challenges somebody right in the middle of a big play, get up and unplug the TV. I mean, oh. these are great bits. Have I know. you ever seen him do it? Like, people completely... Oh, I would... I, I, people must go... Like, he just... He's generating content from the fans that you guys just go do it and send me the clips, and if they're good, I'll air them. Right. I mean, they're <laughs> The candy ones are awesome. The kids come home... Oh, God, it's terrible. They, they don't... They get, they get their candy. The parents are just briefly yeah. suspending yes. belief, and they go, hey, I'm sorry we ate all your candy. Oh, so funny. Funny. Like, 
what the next day? I the love it when they it. when they what? change a channel on the television or, or, or turn it off or whatever they do. Do that is or the other deal is at Jazz Christmas it. you give them a terrible gift. You let them open one gift under the tree, yeah. and then the gift is awful, Just awful, yeah. a rock. <laughs> um, the one guy well, I would almost go the other way of what Jay Leno's saying. I would like to see some of the late night guys almost get a little edgy. I love Jimmy Fallon. I almost he's think so he needs edgy. to get a little bit of a backbone. I yes. Sometimes yes. he's so nice. Who's a singer? The closest I came to see him getting a little like you've got to be kidding me was when he had Louis C.K. on, and Louis C.K. shared a story that I don't think Jimmy Fallon had ever heard. Where basically Louis C.K.'s like, "Yeah, I, I made sure that you weren't hired for that gig." Right, because I didn't like you. I didn't like great. you. And it's amazing. Like, you see the look on Jimmy Fallon's face, and it's a genuine, unmasked, unrehearsed look, because I think he really is hearing it for the very first time, and he is crushed. Basically, Louis had a show back in the day where he was a producer on and was making calls, and Jimmy, she said, Jimmy Fallon tried out. He did his guitar act. He said all the ladies thought he was cute. Everybody liked him. He did his George he Michael goes, seal. He goes, you did your George Michael. You were wiggling your butt. Everybody thought you were cute. He goes, I just didn't like you. I was like, I don't know. He goes, <laughs> like, I'll quit the show if you hire that guy. If you hire that yes. guy, I walk. And they're like, okay, well, we'll move on then. And Jimmy Fallon is like hearing this for the first time as it and 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 you could tell that Louis C.K. was like, eh, maybe this was like a bridge, like a story too far because he was like, but look, you wouldn't have gotten this, like you would have been, you know, it totally changed oh, the trajectory. Right. Right. Totally Louis C.K. But look at you now, and you're great. You've got a great show. You're super and successful. And Jimmy Fallon like, I was devastated when I lost that. Like I, wow, it was some sort of sketch show that they did, and he was a writer on it, and he was like one of the producers. So they got him fired and he did he, he got him not fired he got him not hired not which is hired. like any actor or comedian's worst nightmare is hearing those stories it's like i knew there was someone in that room that didn't want me i knew it like when you go in and you know yeah. you knocked it out of the park and then your agent calls you later and they're like you didn't get it and you're like something happened something and i i guarantee you that ate at jimmy fallon for a long time and then he finally and then to have Louis C.K. be like, yeah. That was it, me. It was me, Fredo. I know it was you. We got a call here. Hello, who's this? What's up? Hey, this is Jordan. Um, one thing that uh, everybody always forgets is Jay Leno was a huge fan of Craig Ferguson. Okay. And Craig, one of the things about Craig Ferguson is he was always 100% honest, probably to his detriment. Okay. But that's one thing I think Jay looks for is he looks for somebody like... Craig, all he ever did is he talked to the person. He never watched the shows that the people were on or read the books they wrote or anything like that. But he would talk to them just about anything. And he was very honest and very open about it. And I think that's kind of what Jay's... Jay's saying, okay. Okay. It's just kind of interesting. That makes sense. But who replaced uh, Craig Ferguson? But Craig Ferguson was the Late Late Show, which is that... Yeah, he was the Late Late Show. And uh, James... um, that uh, was a British dude. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, always, the British guys he's, always, he's always singing every night. He's singing and dancing every stinking week. How long week. does that? How long does that last? Uh, I mean, that type of entertainment. He's actually I mean, really funny. It's not I bad. I just don't understand I mean, why he has to sing. James Corden. Corden. Every, that's it. James okay. Corden. Yeah. Because yeah. I think they're probably. I think they're probably the the producers or the the studio heads are seeing how successful Jimmy Fallon was with the JT okay, yeah. stuff and the lip syncing and all the singing battles. So they want to bring that, that out. That's there. what's new. I really liked um, Craig Ferguson. He was yeah. fun. I do. I like him a lot. I really miss Craig Ferguson, man. He had the best late night show. He's I got this. Uh, he's got a uh, game show now. 
It's really interesting. What, what celebrities is it? come on. I'm trying to think of the name of it, but it's like celebrity celebrities game night or celebrity name game. Yeah, it's celebrity name game, and so like celebrities team up with regular people, and they're on teams together, and it's like basically like you have to give hints. You're like, you know, he was in One Direction, and then he quit. You'd be like, Zay, be like, exactly, and then you move on to the next thing. It's like you know that charades type of deal that you play. Yeah, okay. But he does it with famous people, and it's really funny when famous people are giving clues to other famous people. It's interesting what they pay attention about each oh, other. Okay, I'll bet. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you watch it? Uh, I, I think saw I saw it on the, w, on the two, like so. CW, I think, or okay. something like that. Hey, man, thanks for calling, buddy. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. All right, take care. All right. Is that it, Mo? That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. All right, it's 8.53. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Forty-two degrees, the largest hookah sale ever. Over five hundred hookahs of all sizes, colors, and prices, starting at nineteen ninety-five, including shisha and charcoal. So for the best selections, hurry on down to both forty-two degrees locations by your mom's house. If you're trying to eat better, it's easier than ever at your neighborhood bakers. Because now you'll find low prices on hundreds of natural and organic items throughout the store. Come on in today and enjoy low prices on hundreds of natural and organic items. You'll see how easy it can be to start eating better and saving money, too. Select half gallons of Simple Truth Almond Milk, Organic Soy Milk, or Coconut Milk are two for $5 with your Plus Card. Great food, low prices at Baker's. Think fresh produce grown just miles from where you live. Or fresh milk from the same dairy your kids steward on a field trip. Or pies made with plump berries harvested at the peak of 